The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First United Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to thy sight, O Lord. Our rock and our redeemer, our health and our hope, our strength and our salvation. Amen. We're remembering in this month what our kids celebrate each, each night of vacation Bible school, that Jesus is Big enough. enough. And, and this year we are considering Luke's telling of what we know and what we say as the Lord's Prayer. It's much different than Matthew records it. It's much shorter, it's much more to the point. And I have to tell you, I'm not very happy with Jesus about it because he's wearing me out. <laughs> I'm studying and I'm learning and, I mean, it's fun to tell you all what I'm learning, but then I look at myself in the mirror every morning and I go, hey, you gotta, you gotta deal with this, buddy. And so I try, I try. But we remember that Jesus is big enough. And, um, well, that didn't get done, okay. Um, about 20 years ago, I was at a conference in Atlanta, Georgia, um, called the Catalyst Conference at North Point Community Church with Pastor Andy Stanley. And one of the breakout sessions there was their children's ministry that has now become what I believe is origin. I, I think I've got that connection right. But anyway, they, they took us to children's church, if you will, and they taught us one of the things they were teaching in that setting, and it was the word initiative. Initiative is seeing what needs to be done and doing it. Help me out. Initiative is seeing what needs to be done and doing it. You have to put your hands up. sharing with you what they taught to us and I remember coming home the kids were in um, they were little baby and I remember teaching this to them and when, when I mean they added so much more to the end doing your part they jump up and throw their arms way out and sing at the top of their lungs and um, it stuck to me it stuck inside of me our memory verse today is the third memory verse from, from Vacation Bible School, Psalm 119.15. Help me. I will fix my mind on your instructions and my eyes on your path. <clears throat> so, so as we commit to fixing our eyes on the instruction of Christ and teaching to pray and committing ourselves to the path where Christ leads us, recap real quick. Jesus' invitation to pray this prayer is an invitation to pray with complete honesty and to live in the deepest intimacy with Christ and with each other than, than, than we can imagine. To pray with complete honesty and to live in deep intimacy. And when we talk about, when we talk about giving us today our daily bread, we, we find clarity we find clarity between our needs and our wants, 
between God's provision and our acquisitions. And that helps us. That helps us live simply so that others may simply live. And, and, and that helps us love this city with, with more and more of the love of Christ within us and through us, as opposed to um, in spite of us. <laughs> Liza, that was not in the notes. Why did that come out of my mouth that way? <laughs> I don't know. It's really not. I, I can show you that it's not. <laughs> but, but, it, but it's really, really true. So today, we come to the passage um, within this prayer that says, Forgive us our sins as we forgive those indebted to us. And Jesus used different words there. Forgive us our offenses. Forgive us what we have done wrong. And as we forgive those who are indebted to us, if I mean, I, I'm not a lawyer, but I've, I've been around lawyers, and, and they use a term called quid pro quo. I don't really know what it means, but they like to use it, so I try to use it. Um, it sounds like that. That if, if we do this, does one of my lawyers say something? If, if, if we do this, then we'll get that. Or we do this so that we can get that. Jesus' teaching is deeper than that. Jesus' Jesus's teaching here is, is not that. We do this so that we can receive. We do this because we have already received. We forgive because it is the will of God for us to forgive. We forgive because it is the love of Christ within us that compels us to forgive. So, so um, what do we do with ask, seek, and knock as it relates to forgiveness? Forgiving others and receiving that forgiveness we can only receive from Christ. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Ask, seek, and knock. Uh, can, can anybody ask on your behalf? I mean, they can. We can have an advocate. But um, who should do the asking? What does Jesus say? He says, pray this way. Give us our, today our daily bread. Jesus says, go ahead and ask. Can, can anybody else, if you need something that's in your house where you put it, I'm gonna live out a cartoon, honey, that we saw last night from my friend Charles. Um, I'll be in the doghouse. If Holly tells me to find something, it does not matter what it is or where it's located. If I'm going to the grocery store looking for it, if it's out in the garage or in the hall closet or in, in the pantry, I cannot find it. <laughs> It, 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 it doesn't matter if I'm the last one who put it back where it belongs. If Holly says, go get me the salt, I can look at the salt and I cannot find it. <laughs> but at churches, all my, all my time as a pastor, people say, John, you find things that nobody else finds around here. I said, well, I must look in places that nobody else 
looks, nobody can truly seek for me or for you that us. We must seek for ourselves. And, and, and if you come to my door um, and stand there and wait, what's going to happen? Yeah. Nothing. But if you knock, what we're talking about today is initiative. And initiative is? These are principles of, of initiative. And it is initiative that Christ asks, asks of us when it comes to forgiving. Christ invites us, each of us, to take the initiative at the end of every day or in the midst of the day when we know that we have caused an offense, when we have sinned. Christ asks, asks us to confess that so, that so that we can receive forgiveness. We're invited to take inventory of our lives, our thoughts, our words, and our actions, and to take the initiative of confession. Christ asks more of us than that. Christ asks us to take the initiative to forgive ourselves in receiving God's forgiveness. And Christ invites us to take the initiative to forgive others if they have caused offense against us. Three places to take the initiative. To confess, to receive and forgive ourselves, and to forgive others. You see, what happens is that when, when we live in a space of unforgiveness, we don't cause harm to anybody else but ourselves. You ever been mad at somebody because they hurt your feelings and didn't tell them? Do they have any idea that you're mad? Maybe, but probably not. And what happens when you live with that resentment here? It causes harm to us. And we're Methodists. And what's our first rule? Do no harm. Yeah, see? God had, had a plan for that circle before I could think of it <laughs> when we started worship. And, 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 and so the initiative of forgiving others and receiving Christ's forgiveness and forgiving ourselves is so that we may do all possible good. When we don't forgive ourselves, we not only carry the burden of our unforgiveness, because we know we carry the burden of being unforgiving. And that's more than twice the weight. So say someone makes me angry and, and offends me, sins against me, and, and, and I refuse to forgive them. I carry the weight of being unforgiving. Say I have caused offense, and, and, and not only do I know that I've caused offense, I don't, even, even if someone forgives me, I don't forgive myself. 
I carry the weight of being unforgiven and being unforgiving, and that's more than double the weight. So it's, it's important, it's imperative for us as followers of Christ to both extend forgiveness and receive forgiveness. I found this quote in Henry Allen's book, Beyond the Mirror. If I die with much anger and bitterness, I will leave my family and friends behind in confusion, guilt, shame, or weakness. When I felt my death approaching, I suddenly realized how much I could influence the hearts of those whom I would leave behind. If I could truly say that I was grateful for what I had lived, eager to forgive and to be forgiven, full of hope that those who loved me would continue their lives of joy and peace, and confident that Jesus who calls me would guide all who somehow belonged to my life. If I could do that, I would, in the hour of my death, reveal more true spiritual freedom than I have been able to reveal during all the years of my life. I realize on a very deep level that dying is the most important act of living. It involves a choice to bind others with guilt or to set them free with gratitude. Henry Nowen was a priest and a prophet and a writer of our time. And he shared that thought in, in Beyond the Mirror to remind us not to wait until that point in time at our own deathbed. To proclaim Christ's forgiveness for others now and to receive from Christ forgiveness now, so that we might be set free. For as followers of Jesus Christ, we know that God's promise is true, that all who ask will receive, that all who seek will find, and everyone who knocks, the door will be opened, that we might live in true peace, that we might truly love this city, and every city, and all people in every city with the very love of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. God, we give you thanks, and we pray in this moment that we would in fact receive your forgiveness even for that which we are unable to confess. And in receiving your forgiveness, we might, in fact, forgive ourselves. And that we might be a part of your people who seek your kingdom to come upon the earth so that all might know your love and grace. We pray this in Christ our Lord and all God's people. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.